Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast, and we're going to be doing an interview with another one of our speakers at the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference, Dallas, Texas, February 16th to 18th. Uh, we have Jay Berg. Uh, he runs a company called ProtoBlock where it has to do with uh, you know, fantasy sports. But Jay's got some other initiatives that we may talk about. So I want to welcome you, Jay. How are you doing? Hi, Richard. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having so, me. Um, yeah, we, we've talked about your protoblock work before, but at the conference, it sounds like you've got some new material and new initiatives. So you mentioned something about uh, working with institutions and uh, having a more secure way to uh, own various tokens. Can we talk about that initiative and just tell me what it's called or what it may be called and what it's about? Yeah, so we're not totally, um, so we haven't totally finished yet, but um, we're looking, it's going to be called like private key capital management. Um, the thing is, you know, Wall Street, people from the old economy, um, when they hear about um, Bitcoin and, and crypto and they stay thinking, thinking about making an investment, you know, they're afraid First of all, they don't want to manage their own keys. They don't understand what a key is. Um, and then when they realize that if you give your money to a fund, that um, it's not like it's not like there's any banks or any you know credit risk. It's literally anyone insiders or social hacking could take the entire fund and and walk away. Um, so what we're trying to do is we have a um, we're just saying we're just really w- dealing with, you know, this whole cold storage where we have a, a formula for how to store crypto without anyone, um, anyone internally or externally having real access to, to take it. So we're just trying to make a very simple, easy, um, secure way for institutional investors to get involved. And the reason why they want to get involved is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with portfolio um, theory. But there's something called um, like correlations, right? So you, you're always looking okay. for you're looking for non-correlated returns. So for for like 30, 40 years, it's been more, returns that are becoming more and more correlated. And this is the first time there's a new asset class that's not correlated to the stocks, the bonds, the real estate, and even the gold. So um, oh, okay, you mean that, if um, up until now, if I own stock A in the energy sector and I own stock B in the retail sector, they, they're still correlated and they still tend to move to the same direction. Right. 
Right. So, so the holy grail of, of a portfolio uh, is to have, you know, uncorrelated alpha, which minimizes the variance of your returns. And, and one thing goes down, the other thing doesn't necessarily go down. So this is an asset class that, that's, that's becoming liquid enough that has that. So it's, it's technically and theoretically perfect for their portfolios. So someone reached out to me from New York, see if I wanted to get involved. And I think um, together with what I'm doing with Protoblock, um, to get some external, you know, uh, as you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the early uh, blockchains like Satoshi and and other ones, they they a lot of times we build we build it, we finish coding it, and then we we give it over to the community to to continue building it. That's what I'm looking to do over the next uh, you know six months. Okay, very interesting. And then um, you also wanted to mention some um, some of the fundamentals of uh, in the crypto space, you know, offline, you wanted to bring this up to talk about uh, Satoshi Nakamoto and the big solution, the big, um, well, I don't know how we'd put this, but until now, uh, things like Bitcoin could never exist because there was a number of unsolved problems. So so what is it that you've seen that Satoshi solved? And let's talk about that. Okay, so there's, there's so distributed computing has been around for a while. Um, You know, obviously you have the Byzantine problem from, from hundreds of years ago, but in the 19, early 1980s, there's impossibility proofs. So there were white papers that prove that it's impossible for distributed databases to sync up without a central authority. So when hmm. I, so there's a mathematical proof that Bitcoin's impossible, right? So over all these years, over hundreds of years, it, it's kind of seeped into the consciousness of, of people that they, you know, they don't know the details. They just know that there's no way you, you need a central authority for, for anything of value. So, you know, you have to ask Google to log in. You have to check your bank. And the reason is, is because of this impossibility. And it has to do with the, the, the speed, speed, of, speed of light where there's a, there's a delay and you never, you're never going to be able to know um, when everyone's in sync without a central authority. So, so what Satoshi, so, uh, Satoshi took, took this impossible problem and created a pragmatic and practical solution, right, using proof of work, where it's practical, in all sense, it's practically practically possible, um, because in order to break proof of work with the blockchain, you'd have to run, you know, more processing power than in the history of time. So even though there's a non-zero probability that that could happen, right, same way there's a non-zero probability that that there could be a, uh, a hash, you know, two, you know, you could, two people could have the same private key, but, but the, the, it's such a small probability that it's practically possible. So, so my point is, um, when, when you have a, a, a proof that, that proves that something's impossible, um, you know, like something like proof of stake or other things, right? We, we have yeah. to learn from Satoshi that, it's impossible from a mathematical computer, you know, science point of, point of view, but, but the actual underlying human solution that you're trying to create, you could have a practical solution. Um, and, you know, what Satoshi really did more than anything else is he brought these, he changed the understanding of distributed computing that's seeping into the consciousness of everyone where now we're starting to trust these um you know, distributed, you know, distributed processing. And, and eventually our, our kids won't even have, they won't even think about 
having to log into Google, it'll be natural for you to assign your own, um, you know, messages and stuff. Yeah, that'll be a huge change. What other problems do you see in the um, in the crypto space that seem to be almost unsolvable that you think will be solved or that are really important to be solved? So um, there's a little um, there's a there's a huge problem that have you noticed um, there's not many like Skype uh, applications on on the desktop. There's there's Skype and there's Bit BitTorrent. Why is it that there's so few of these um, you know peer to peer or you know type of applications and the reason is there's there's a huge there's a huge problem um and it has to do with the fact that we ran out of ip addresses a while back and this is also a big problem with um with distributed computing in general where where if you go home and you download a um a bitcoin core or you download you know any any uh n- node and you want to you want to be a full node and you want to share your your address with the world and tell people that I am listening. I'm listening on this port for anyone who wants to come and, and get and sync the blockchain. The problem is 90% of people in the United States cannot do that um, because of what's called NAT, NAT network address translation. It's a very technical okay. um, problem. That means that, um, which is the reason why there aren't millions of nodes. It's only thousands of nodes. Is because um, you can't just go home and start a node. You have to be much more technically savvy, and that's um, you know, and that's something that you know, that's something that we definitely need a solution for. Um, and <clears throat> so, in, in all in all in all honesty, there is no you know, the thing can't grow naturally with all the users um, right now. So what I want to do with with Protoblock and with the Fantasy Bit protocol is to use something called it's called zero tier. Um, it's this new type of of networking where it's it's, it's semi centralized, but uh, it's, it's centralized to like help you um, help you connect to other people. And um, that once we have that, our users just by downloading the app will be running full nodes. Um, this whole idea of, of having special full nodes in all these blockchains is only because of, of, of IPv4. And really, the real solution would be IP, you know, to do an IPv6 push and to also um, you know, get rid of Comcast and Time Warner, which is a problem. So. Gotcha. What about the size of a full node, for instance, on the Bitcoin blockchain? You know, it's growing and growing and growing. Is there any solution for people to be able to... Um, you know, for everyone to have a full node, but not uh, be bogged down with downloading, you know, gigabytes of data. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's such a problem. Um, you know, especially when you know, hard, hard, hard drive space is pretty cheap. Um, there's this concept of, I forgot what Vitalik calls it, but you know, you could go to your friends, someone you know and trust, and ask them for a copy of the full of the full blockchain on a, you know, on a drive. Um, and they're coming up with solutions with a lot of solutions. And, and you know, that's one of the, that most of Bitcoin deals with this huge, you know, UTXO set. Um, and, you know, they're coming up with, with, with other solutions, but something like, something like Ethereum, there are very few Ethereum full nodes. I mean, that's, you know, that's a whole nother story. Um, you know, Ethereum's rich state. So, um, other blockchains like Bitcoin, the state is implied. So the state is um, the results of of operations. So 
You know, all Bitcoin is is transfer from here to here, transfer from here to here. Nowhere in Bitcoin does it say, you know, I have a thousand Bitcoins or I have one Bitcoin. Right, that state is implied from all the transactions. On the other hand, with Ethereum, it's called ritual state. The state is actually in the blockchain, um, which seems like it's it's overkill. Um, and that's why the, it's it's really really big, um, and there are very few people running those nodes. Um, I, I don't see that as a I don't see that as a problem necessarily. I don't know much. There I know there are problems in other countries, but more it's really more about the bandwidth than the the storage. Um, okay. Got it. All right. Well, um, I just want to give people a, a you know a quick taste of what you're going to be talking about at the conference. Uh, it sounds like you have a lot to say, so it'll be interesting to see um, you know what comes of your speech and everything. Uh, in the yeah, meantime, be- what's the best way for um, for people to get in contact with you and find out more about Protoblock or your new initiative, the Private Key Management? Um, so I mean, I would I would you know have everyone download the go to protoblock.com. P r o t o b l o c k. So that stands for Pro Professional Rotisserie Blockchain. That's Roto is fantasy football. Protoblock.com. Download the app and you'll have a you'll have a full node. It's a full node wallet, but it also looks like a you know like a Bloomberg terminal for fantasy. So we actually have a UI UX um, in the full node. Um, so yeah, I would I would uh, protoblock.com. Download the app and I'm also on um, Twitter. At J A Y B N Y. That's the best way. Contact me, um, and love to hear from anyone. Okay. Well, very good, Jay. I appreciate you coming. No problem. Hey, thanks. For, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the conference in February. Right. Yep. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 